Welcome to Brightly, you radiant being, the show that wildly recognizes, encourages, and invests in the radiance we all carry so you can shine your brightest. We're just a couple curious people interested in friendship, ideas, and personal development. This is a show that strives to speak to the curious, to those who long to explore new ways of thinking, reflecting, and being. Through sharing our experiences, friendship, and interests, we hope to impact you to step more brightly into yourself, inch by inch. Ah, oh, I love it. Hi, Tracy. Nice so, to see you. Yes, it's so good to see you too. Um, I've been thinking a lot about last week's show and how we just kind of went off on a lot of different avenues and it was kind of fun. And I don't think, I think we surprised each other a little bit. We had some fairy action going on. Um, but I, and then when you were telling us about what we were going to talk about this week, and you and I have talked about it a little bit before, but it felt like such a great, it's like, it just keeps building, right? Yeah. Um, and even the fact that we're going to be talking about spoiler alert, joy. And we actually talked about that with the last show for Beltane. I just love that we're building on that. I feel like we're all coming out of our hibernation caves. The sun is coming Mm -hmm. out. We're starting to feel more extroverted again, at least in the Northern hemisphere. One day I'm going to have an Australian listener and we're going to be happy. I keep pointing this out. But also we are locally in Minneapolis um, at the time of our in between when we recorded our Beltane episode and this episode, a lot has happened in the world. And so I'm kind of looking forward to talking about joy with you today uh, because I I, I'm looking forward to a release of sorts that we had a whole lot of build up. um, Mm -hmm. And I want to talk with you about where you find joy in your everyday life. Yes. And I will answer that. (laughs) And I'm just trying to think where do, you know, I think that what a thing to ask, right. That we have to think about it. Yeah. Our day to days are so hustle and bustle and go. Well, and and think about where we do find the joy. I like to think that I um, intentionally try and find joy. Uh, I mean, a personal hashtag of mine is happiness warrior. So I like to think that that's something I'm intentional about, but sometimes I have to remind myself of that. So for me, I find joy, especially I think before this time, there were other ways I might've found joy. Now I find joy literally like in the morning, making my cup of coffee, sitting down, looking out the window, watching the birds, like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. (laughs) That is joyful to me. If one of my children texts me or calls me, that's joyful. If they don't, I text them. You know, that's if when Rick calls me during the day, that's joyful. Now, obviously those are more like, oh, that just happened to happen. So for me, like when I'm trying to find it, it is like, make sure I have a cup of coffee. I have alone time. Meditation seems weird, but if I get to meditate every day, it brings me so much peace and joy. And I feel like I could go on and on and on now that you've got me thinking about it, but what about you? So 
for me personally, I stumble into it. Uh, it catches me unawares or it just kind of happens or I sit there and I ask for it to happen more than looking for it to happen. Um, But as you know, you're aware a couple episodes ago, we were uh, talking about, you know, ways in which to, you know, aggressively love your friends. (laughs) And I'm really able to carve out joyous moments for other people at the drop of a hat. Um, so for me, the, the, I recently, why I brought up, um, why I want to talk about joy and where people find it is I heard over this winter, a new term to me called glimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a glimmer is the opposite of a trigger. So often we're prone to notice and be out on the lookout for things that trigger us. And that makes oh, sense. That's yeah. a form of defense. And I'm not Absolutely. saying don't, don't lose your awareness for some, those things. But so often what happens is we achieve what we want in life and then we sit and we worry about losing it and we look for those triggers and we inadvertently call in those triggers or we just start to see those things um, and we don't see all the joyous things around us. So a glimmer are the things that make you feel safe, grounded, joyful and present in the moment. Have you heard of this term before? No, you, you introduced it to me with that, with the TikTok. I hadn't heard the term and I had never even thought of what an opposite of a trigger could be. I was just and about I'm, to say the same thing. Yeah. Well-versed in triggers personally. Um, you know, my, my children have to deal with it. We, there's a few of us in my family with some form of addiction or another that, that, um, have to deal with, um, triggers, but to know that instead of being on the lookout for triggers, I could be on the lookout for glimmers. And the fact that I hadn't thought of something as making you feel safe and secure as well as joyful, well, and so triggers can be those, those big things that can have a major impact on our day, on our lives, on our decision-making, you know, especially like you said, around addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but also triggers can be those things that just those minor inconveniences. Oh. I hit a red light. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was out of milk for my coffee. Uh, so-and-so didn't text me first, you know? Oh, see? So you see, Tracy, I went immediately to like the great big things that are going to make you have to call your sponsor, right? Yeah. And that, I mean, that absolutely can be it. And those little things can build up to those bigger things too. So you don't even have to have a major trigger in your life. Um, But I liked, like you said, like the concept of the opposite of a trigger, the things that can help you have a good day or a better day, or just kind of help you frame your day. Cause when it comes to joy, I'm curious, do you have to be like, you're a happiness warrior. So I might, I probably, everybody knows the answer to this question, but do you have to be in the right mood to accept joy? Like unanticipated joy. Like, let's say you kind of woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You had your coffee, you know, all those little things you mentioned didn't quite build up the way they usually do. And mm-hmm. something joyous happens or somebody shares good news or something happens. Are you able so- to believe that? That's a really good question. And even though I am someone who likes to think of myself as my, my, my set point is happy, I can be crabby. I can be in a bad mood. Those things do happen. Yes, they yeah. do happen. And so it, what happens is I feel that sometimes it's 
startling things that will snap me out of it. And then all those, and then I can be like, oh yes, thank you for that reminder. Um, typically it's people who are either going out of their way to be kind to me or to be, to, and it's usually something like that. It's not someone who's like crabbier than me that snaps me out of it. Right. <laughs> Even though when you're, we're, we're crabby, typically we attract crabby, but um, nothing like a joyful succeeding person to make a crabby person even crabbier. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that what, so what I'm talking about is not somebody who's just like acting joyous, but like someone who it's almost like an angel or something walks up to you and is like, Oh, here, I noticed you dropped this or, you know, something like that where you're like, Oh, take a breath. Yes. So do I have to be in the right mood to accept it? Sometimes I do, but I'm open to people letting me know. So maybe people in my family who go, hey, what's up? Like, how about we get happy again here? (laughs) But who are also okay if I'm having a bad day, right? Right. So do you feel like you need to be in the right space for that? So I've spent a lot of time alone since March 2020, and I've definitely noticed my mood a lot within that time because one of one of the I live alone, I work from home in a fairly autonomous job, and uh, due to everything everybody's been going through, a lot of my relationships became text message based um, more often than not. So I would go entire days without verbally speaking to someone Mm -hmm. very well connected to people and doing Marco Polos and things like that, uh, staying connected via social media, but maybe not having like a conversation like you and I are right now. So I became Mm -hmm. very well of my mood, but what I, what was hardest for me in that time is I became solely responsible for every aspect of my life, including joy, including (gasps) fun. That I had oh, to right. be the creator. I had to be the one to ignite that fire, keep that fire going. And how do you both be that and experience it in the same moment? Like, I realize how much I take for granted the energy of other people or the, the mood other people bring in or just, you know, what's that saying we keep referencing that's on the Guthrie, like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, mm-hmm. like that spark, that external thing. Cause it was exhausting trying to entertain myself mm-hmm. and like, can you have laugh out loud fun with yourself and not feel <laughs> insane after it happens? <laughs> well, okay. So I can, <laughs> I mean, but typically I'm engaging with something else. Like, so typically like, um, for anyone who's listened for a while, I love to do tarot every day. Like I love to just shuffle the cars and I'll be saying something like, what do I need to know today? Or who do I need to be today or whatever? And then like three cards will pop out and they're all like fives. And it's like the five of swords, which is like, Oh, victory. But at what price? And then like the (laughs) five of pentacles, which is like, Oh, devastation to your finances. If only you'd look up, um, you know, and, and the five of cups, which is like, you don't even notice that there's anything good. And then I'm just, like okay whatever I love that your tarot card readings are like theater in the round you need a separate (laughs) YouTube channel I would watch this 
<laughs> so that's th- those are good ideas. So that's but when it comes to joy and do I have to be in the right mood to accept it? What I found is I need to be in the right mindset. And my mood definitely influences my mindset, but I would have these moments these little things that could be joy or could just be a run-of-the-mill average normal day. And I started to notice that sometimes when my mood was really, really low, I would consciously choose not to accept the joy. And then I'd be, and then that would become a trigger for me and like, you know, thought Mm -hmm. spirals and things like that. But I, I have this oat milk chai drink. That's amazing. And I start every day with it. And somehow I allowed it like, it just became part of the normal. It became just what I do when I wake up and not like something I look forward to. So for a little while there, I just didn't buy it and I didn't let myself make it. And then when I did get it, it was like, you gotta be excited about it or we're not gonna let you have it again. <laughs> like, this is a good day. When we make this, we are happy. <laughs> we are happy we have it. We are thankful <laughs> it is here in our life. And and, and so, yeah, I think my mood definitely influences my ability to see things when I'm alone, right? Like it's about being joyful, even when you don't have that external input. And so, I, and then I, I think too, like you said, like sometimes you're just crabby. And so even when people are like, hey, you got to change this or like, let's say you're in a bad mood and somebody just, instead of verbalizing like hi I notice you're in a bad mood they just start like teasing you or trying to get you into a good- oh no that's the worst oh I can't handle that those people no annoy me. <laughs> no I'm right with you if and my husband's that, listening yeah. to this <laughs> <laughs> so we have those blockers those things that prevent us from from receiving it but we've we've kind of put up those blockers right exactly ourselves what I like about the glimmers is not just noticing those things and being like oh that's a glimmer not a trigger oh that's a happy moment but that it's something that you know and you uh illustrated this really well when we first started talking but you can build it intentionally into your day so much like the affirmations that we talk about, or when we talk about, you know, visualizing, you know, your future vision or looking at your vision board, you can take a couple minutes every morning and be like, just looking for glimmers or just be intentional over your lunch break. Or let's say you're having a really stressed time during work. You can just take a few deep breaths and then like look out the window or something. People watch if you can. I don't know, for me, my recent my recent glimmers are the ones that I noticed the most after I was introduced to this concept. If I have a family of bunnies that lives in my yard or frequents my yard. And so there are two of them. And in the early spring, they, they would hide around corners and startle each other intentionally, playfully to get the other one to hop really, really big. <laughs> and then they also eat and like they're smart enough and aware enough to notice me and my windows watching them and so one of them kind of like geese do on the side of the roads would sit and watch me while the other one got to eat their dinner <laughs> and, oh, gosh. and then they'd run around and play and I know in a couple of weeks I will have baby bunnies there I do every year and so those are just little things that like I'll stop and I'll pause and I'll smile and like I've even noticed when I'm out on my evening walks, I'm coming home and I see, you know, my 40 year old male neighbor leaving his house for the evening. He'll stop and walk down the slope of his yard so as not to disturb the bunny that is sitting on his steps. And then we'll both just stand in the middle of the road and just be like, another cute bunny. (laughs) It's a neighborhood glimmer. (laughs) It is a neighborhood glimmer. I love it. 
And I, I love it. When I see the bunnies, I was like, oh, I know my neighbor's going to like that too. I should tell Tom they're back. Like, it's just it's those, those little things like that, that just bring a little smile to my face and I don't have to think about it. And I can go back to my day and either still be crabby or feel slightly elevated and start to see other glimmers. Yeah. And I think it's okay. I think it's absolutely okay what you just said that, oh, that could brighten that moment. And then you go back to your day and maybe you're still crabby. I mean, I think that's okay. But I feel like you'd probably be less crabby than you were before. (laughs) It's definitely there have been a few times I'd be like, oh, while I stand and look out my kitchen window over my sink, I might as well do these dishes while I watch these rabbits. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Out of my sluggish slump or makes me pause or. Yeah. Yeah. Or even when I leave my house, you know, maybe I'm frustrated and crabby because I have to go and run an errand. I don't want to. And then all of a sudden I have to stop in my sidewalk because the bunny's there and I have to make sure that they know I'm safe. And I also walk around my sidewalk and into my yard, a giant circle. So they don't run away. Okay. <laughs> I love this personal bunny glim- glimmers. I love it. But so, I- you know, some glimmers are going to be things like that where it's really, really noticeable. Um, but like to me, to notice glimmers around you, I think you just have to think of your five senses. Like if nothing's coming to mind right now for you, like what a glimmer could be in your life. I just like to think of, you know, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you touching? What are you tasting? What are you smelling? And like, try and find one of each of those that makes you happy. You just saying that, think of your five senses. All of a sudden I had a visceral, it was almost like I could smell it because every spring when you can smell lilacs, the lilacs Mm. remind me of my dad because we had lilacs. Plus he wore lilac vegetalis as his aftershave. And so anytime I smell lilacs, I'm happy. I'm immediately happy. I love that idea of a glimmer as a memory. Well, I'm going to tell you a few of my glimmers actually are memories, which is so. And at first I was like, maybe I'm not thinking of this right. I have this wrong. And then I went, Amy, you can't be wrong on your own glimmers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What brings you joy is completely determined by you. Well, and I also like the idea of like, that also not only brings you joy, but makes you feel like safe or secure, you know, like, oh yeah. So of course, when I think of my dad, I think about, you know, spending time with him when I was little and very feeling very safe. And, and so that just sort of, but that didn't come to me until right now when you were talking about the senses. So I'm hoping that affected someone else. (laughs) So when it comes to, so let's just, let's do a little exercise. When it comes to things that you see that bring you joy, like just the random things in your day, what are, does anything come to mind? So random things in my day, honestly, who knew I'd be such a bird watcher? Um, Because, you know, I go home all day and windows are open and I can just watch the birds. (laughs) But, um, and this was not so random. It was very weird. Uh, I was at my kitchen window and all of a sudden I just like heard like a and then sort of a shadow of something. And I was like, what is that? And then all of a sudden this little, little tiny black and white bird, little, I think it was a little sparrow just came up to the window. Didn't like fly into the window, just came up to the window. His, his wings are flapping (laughs) and he's like, 
he's like bobbing his head at the window. I'm like, what, what, what do you want to tell me? Then he flew away. Then he flew over to a different window. And I walked over there and he did the same thing. You were peeping Tom. <laughs> right. And then he brought a friend, oh, that's a so little, cute. a little light red, tiny sparrow. I don't know what these, someone is over there going, that's a warbler. But anyways, you know, <laughs> so these I birds, so critters, I like nature in general, critters can absolutely. just bring us joy, right? Like, I mean, absolutely. maybe not if they're, you know, causing damage to your house or your yard. But <laughs> last year I used to see this one red squirrel, like this bright red squirrel. And I took it as a sign whenever I saw it. And every now and then on my walks, I'd see an albino squirrel. And then we have normal, we have an abundance of regular everyday gray squirrels. Mm-hmm. But this year I'm seeing blonde squirrels, which tells me that the red squirrel mated with somebody. And now <laughs> we have this really interesting <laughs> color of squirrel that brings a smile to my face every, there are three of them. And I just get yeah. excited whenever I see them because worlds do see something like that. Yeah. So another thing for me um, are like random, uh, whether it's like artwork or somebody put a sticker on something, or I can remember when we were up north and, and um, like someone had, you know, I mean, they defaced something, but it was very interesting. But the sticker that I just noticed recently, it was like a place that I walked to all the time. It's like this little, little uh, peninsula on a little tiny lake that's close to us that have little benches. And I'd been walking there a million times. And then finally I looked down and I was like, huh, look at that. So I bent down and this, I had to write it down. The sticker said, so IDK, I don't know, go do something that makes you happy. And I was just like, yes, go do something that makes you happy. <laughs> My response is tells you the mood I'm in most of the time is don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas I accept it. You're like, I'm the boss of me. <laughs> dare you tell me to be happy I'll be happy when I'm ready (laughs) you know but then you know how many of us look for signs or just see you know the angel numbers or the repeating numbers like that can love it right like yes something that gets you excited gets you joyful makes you think of something you want um and then for me, you know, for sound, when my favorite song comes on the radio, like let's say mm-hmm. I turn on my car and then the song is just starting, right? Like it didn't come in in the middle or the end, but like just as I turn on my car and was ready to drive away, that song that'll get me going came on. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, that's a that, that's an auditory glimmer for me. Yeah. Um, I love that idea of an auditory glimmer. I feel like I had that for three days in a row just a few months ago where the same song came on every time I was in the car and it was, it's one of my favorite songs and it reminded me of my mom. And so it was just this auditory glimmer as well for me. Um, Yeah. Sorry. All of a sudden I got, (laughs) sorry, sorry. So then I started thinking, (laughs) I started thinking about something else. I'm not going to go into that story. (laughs) Well, now we want to know. Uh, but for other auditory glimmers, like I have two infants or almost 12 month old nephews that are twins. And when my sister posts or shares videos of them giggling, yeah, that's a glimmer. I, that's, I, I, that's an auditory glimmer right? for me as well. Them. It's a visual <laughs> glimmer. <laughs> when I get to go and see them, it's all five senses. There, there was a day 
Uh, I don't think it was middle of January. I hadn't seen anybody in person in six weeks. Like I had groceries delivered, barely <sighs> left my house, but hadn't yeah. seen, talked to, yeah. touched, you know, any in six weeks. And I got to, because I had secluded myself for that long, I got to both go and hold the babies, both of them, see my seven-year-old nephew, who's also amazing and a glimmer. Um, but then my other sister had gotten a puppy. So like when I got home, I was on dopamine and oxytocin overload. Like there were too many glimmers. There was too many good hormones, many like babies and puppies. It was too it was happy. Too soon. <laughs> the next day was the, the chai tea wasn't cutting it. It wasn't enough and it was okay. <laughs> so when we're talking about that, I want to know what would be, so your, was your chai tea more of a like, the whole process glimmer or was it taste glimmer? Oh no, I'm a glutton. I, I, I'm, I'm drinking 20 ounces of iced oat milk with this Trader Joe chai tea concentrate. Nobody else go and get it. I don't want them to sell out. It's mine. Um, don't, just don't, don't trust me. It's not that good. Uh, <laughs> it's purely, I have never been one of those. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm not a beverage person. I'm not a caffeine person. I don't know how it happened, but it was just like, I'm not huge into alternative milks. I don't drink dairy, but like I'll have an almond milk occasionally or a soy but I didn't like seek it out mm-hmm. introduced to oat milk I was like oh oh yes get more give me give me more. oh I'm there with you I mean I was drinking almond milk um yeah if and I- then someone said oh you should try oat milk and I was like oat milk that seems weird yeah like okay whatever Amy <laughs> then I try the oat milk I'm like my life has changed so <laughs> we're currently in an oat milk shortage. So I think a lot of people agree with us. Yeah. So for me, it was the taste. It was the experience. It's just something I look forward to because I just, I like it a whole lot. I don't necessarily have a bad day when I don't have it, but I have a good day when I do have it. Right. But you're aware of it. And I think so often, especially right now in society, we're not aware of the things that we're putting into our mouth. Um, as far as like just taking the time to enjoy it and to taste it. Um, especially if you like create the whole meal yourself and then sit down, like, you know, not like a barbarian or something over the sink, which happens, believe me, but you actually sit down and you enjoy it. You can just create like this whole glimmer around you. What a Taurus season statement to make. <laughs> well, and you know, my moon is in Taurus as well. So I'm, I'm down with this You're down season. down with those <laughs> low-key luxuries in life. Yeah. So the one that, that gets me for this is, do you have a touch glimmer? Like, do you have a physical sense glimmer? One of the things that came to mind for me, and this is definitely more of a plan and more than a moment, but like, yeah. if, if like getting to be in water, like I, I, I love to shower every day. Those girls that are like, don't wash your hair daily. Don't tell me what to do. This is <laughs> okay. I don't wash my hair daily, but 100% water. Yeah, and if water. it's salt water, Ooh. It, it, I'm Honestly, I, I used to live on the ocean and, um, and now, was now you don't now I <laughs> don't of that. <laughs> I, 
but I also you know somewhat for me like feeling my cat purring on me or even just getting Mm -hmm. to touch something soft and fuzzy I definitely um one of the the things that surprised me about adulthood is I I have like a favorite spatula in the kitchen I have a favorite blanket in the living room like it's It's so bizarre isn't it I have a favorite spatula and and when I don't like regulate the blanket situation and I have to deal with putting up with the blanket I own and I keep in my house it's not the same right (laughs) so I also have um like if it's not velvet velvet but like a brush velvet or whatever that's called like I love to touch that that's the first thing that came to my mind then you said water and I was like water I didn't know we were talking about water because that for a fire sign even though my moon's in Taurus that's earth then I have fire fire um if when, when we used to have an above ground pool, like I was in it every day, no matter how freaking cold it was. Oh yeah. I, I was in it. Yeah. That's one of the things I've missed the most about the time that we're in and those types of bigger public spaces have been mm-hmm. closed, but definitely something to look forward to. Yeah. But so then, you know, we kind of, we covered taste and you covered smell. So are there like how how would you recommend people can start noticing more glimmers in their day-to-day life like noticing those random squirrels or bunnies or well I think just being aware of the fact that there might be glimmers around you right just by opening yourself up to that like I feel like I would see things and be happy about it but I didn't have a word for it right besides like magic, you know? (laughs) Um, And when you gave me the word for it, then it was almost even more, not a game, but, but it created this sort of like a game throughout the day. Like how many glimmers can I see today? Right. Pokemon. How many can you catch? Got to catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then I, I also think that like you, you actually have to like be aware of your surroundings and maybe look out the window and just like maybe take a walk. Um, and then I also think it's like one of those things where you were talking about in a previous episode, like you wanted, I don't know if it was actually you, but you gave the example of like a burnt orange car, orange car and then all of a sudden you saw them all over the yes. place. So I feel like once you start to see glimmers, you open yourself up to seeing more glimmers. I, yeah. Or even those little triggers I was talking about, the ones that just kind of irritate you, rub you the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I think having a better understanding of what that is, why it irks you can help you flip it into a glimmer, or at least to see what the other side of that is, what the opposite of it is is very interesting. Right. Cause you have to know what brings you joy or at least be open to receiving joy. Mm -hmm. You also have to understand what's triggering you and why and take control over that. If you can probably do some shadow work. (laughs) It it doesn't come up often on the show, but when it does, we like to make space for it. No, (laughs) what that voice was, but so yeah, like I was saying earlier, like an affirmation or a vision, like, make space for it and be intentional. So whether it's your, you know, uh, one good cup in the morning of whatever it is you drink or making it a point to look out into nature and just smile at what's going on 
or at least being open to like when you're in traffic, like looking for the cool graffiti or the mural or, you know, the couple, you know, on the street. I don't know. Sometimes when we're downtown near the university, it was people on unicycles. <laughs> They're both a trigger and a glimmer for me. They're both a trigger and a glimmer. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. There's a little <laughs> bit of judgment when I see them, but then it's also it's a dude on a unicycle. Like, come on. Like and like the big old tiny wheel tricycle guy. Like, you know, those little things. Um, just be open to it when you're sitting so, in traffic. What's going on? I I, I feel like <clears throat> during this time. Many people are triggered by other people in um, public more so than they used to be for all kinds of different reasons. But today, so I actually had to start just like telling myself how I would be as I went went into the grocery store. (laughs) Like I'm going to be patient and there's no such thing as a waste of time and it's fine whoever I'm behind. And if somebody doesn't want to do the thing that most people are doing, that's their business. And I am just going to ignore them and bless them and hope they stay far away from me today. (laughs) Yes. Today I was in the library. Um, we were doing a walkthrough and these two kids came in while we were meeting with the supervisor and things. And I, I assumed they were regulars because a lot of people knew them. And as I watched the little girl go by, it was like she was just one great big glimmer. She had these long socks on that were two different colors, but you knew she meant to do it because then she had boots on and she had really cool, like she was like little and you knew that she wasn't trying to be cool, but she was artistic. Like, and I just couldn't stop. Like, she was just fascinating to me. her own personal style. Yes, yes. Went off on a little tangent there. You know what? (laughs) That's a great idea, though. Make it so that you're wearing your glimmers. Like, let's say you have a memory. Let's say you have a sock that makes you laugh or smile. Like, build it into your daily routine that you have something that you might catch during the day and be like, oh, haha, that's cool. I wear a bracelet almost every single day that one of my sisters gave me. And I realize not everybody's watching on YouTube. What does it say? It says, you are magic. You are magic. And so I wear it to remind myself that, and it reminds me of her. So, and then I have another bracelet. I don't have all of them on because I have bracelets from like, that remind me of all the kids, but this other bracelet, it, well, you can't even see it. It, <laughs> it wasn't given to me, but I, I bought it when I was out shopping with my granddaughter. Aww. And so we were both looking at bracelets and she chose one and I chose this one. So it always reminds me of her. So I wear them because of what it reminds me of. See, and that's, that's why I have the backdrop that I do and why this right now I'm in my dining room right now while I'm remodeling, but this bookcase, and I usually, when I eat dinner, eat my meals, I sit on the other side of the table. So I'm facing it because it's my XOXO Auntie Tracy wall. So my nieces and nephews, I'm, I build their libraries for them. I always gift books for every event, gift giving event, but I read them ahead of time and, and, and then I inscribe them with a little message relating to the book and why I bought it for them. But I've always signed it XOXO Auntie Tracy. 
Well, when the kids are toddlers, they don't know how to read words, but they recognize letters. And so they would make their moms read the inscription every single time. So sorry, sisters. And then everybody would say as a family, XOXO Auntie Tracy, to the point where now people in my family gift me XOXO decor, which I've since asked them to stop because it would fill my house so much. <laughs> but and this entire shelf is just pictures of my nieces and nephews or, um, oh, I don't think you can see it on here, but I have a planter that's, there it is. Uh, for those not watching, I have a planter that's a stone carving of like a Grecian woman or goddess and a, and a planter is supposed to go on the top of her head. I, I, I don't do well with most plants. And so instead I have the hat on there that my sister and my niece and my <laughs> nephew gave me. And then she's wearing the necklace that my niece made me. This little corner uh, over my shoulder has a little mason jar of, um, oh, one of those things that you like shake. Um, what am I thinking of? Like there's a snow globe. Oh, so it's kind of yeah. like a snow globe, but it's not snow, but my nephew made it for me and he put charms in it, like jewelry charms that reminded him of me in there with a bunch of glitter. Like I'm going to keep it forever. If my house is on fire, I'm just going to the shelf and just like putting it all in yeah, a backpack. You've got a whole food. glimmer shelf. I have a glimmer system. shelf. I and love so, it. While working from home, when I first started last year and when I thought maybe it'll be a month tops, I relegated myself to only work in my guest bedroom because I didn't want my home to feel like work. So I picked a space I'm not usually in. Um, I was crabby. It's like a cave in there. It's not mm -hmm. super well decorated because it's, you know, kind of a work in progress. And, and I was so specific about where I can and can't work. Now I work in this room and I have this as my backdrop. And in meetings with people I haven't met before, they're like, oh, what's that behind you? And I get to tell them about all the fun stuff on my XOXO shelf. So like those are little ways like you can build glimmers into your decor when you're talking about your bracelets, you, the backdrop on your phone. So many people have pictures of their spouses or their kids or their pets, like those little things that make you smile. I have a feeling mm -hmm. everybody has them during the day and like you and I, we just didn't have the language for it. But now that you do, you can just take a moment and be like, oh, thank you more, please. Like <laughs> the universe, thank you more, please. Well, and I think, okay, so you brought up such a great point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You see something you're like, wow, thank you. And like when it comes to my chai in the morning, I don't like thank the universe. Like sometimes I feel like gratitude is overdone or overly pushed on people. Um, but I'll be like, thank you, Tracy. Like, thanks for going to Trader Joe's when you didn't want to. Because <laughs> the only thing you buy there yes. is out of your way in the suburbs. <laughs> but thanks, Tracy. I really, thank you. Thank you, past Tracy. You did a good job. Future Tracy, you're going to have to get more. <laughs> okay. I That's a glimmer for me. Every time you talk about past Tracy and future Tracy. I'm always like, yes, please. Thank you more. <laughs> Today, Tracy appreciates you. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> but <laughs> just kind of going back a little bit, I think we've both said this throughout the show, but this is not meant to be a toxic positivity moment. No. If you to feel your feelings, if you're in a mood, whether or not it's you know, you feel like it's legitimate. It has a cause, like something grief or a loss of some sort, or if you just woke up and you're not feeling it that day, that's okay. But since I've heard of this term glimmer and with my experience of the past year, I, I want to encourage people to treat it like procrastination where 
it, they tell you to just do it for 10 minutes, you know, procrastination, like just start the task. And if you can oh. last 10 minutes, you'll usually finish it or you'll see it through or do it for however long you have. So for this, like, just like, just spend 10 seconds looking for a glimmer, just, just looking for a glimmer, looking for something to smile about, something to make you happy and just fully feel that warmth when you see it. And then if you still feel crummy, feel crummy. I'm there with you. <laughs> but, if, yeah. but, if, if, but if you can carry that warmth with you, or if you can kind of start to, you know, be more open to receiving the joy, see how it spins your day. Love that. Yeah. I do. So what did the universe have to tell us? The biggest glimmer of them all. <laughs> 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 I pulled a tarot card and I just asked, you know, what, what do we need to know for the shower? What do the listeners need to hear? And I was given the sun card. Like the best card, right? <laughs> bright and shiny card. So for Look at all the glimmers on that card. <laughs> yeah, for, for not looking. I mean, it, the card is just a glimmer. It's, it's a big old sun with a happy face. There's a naked baby on a horse. Uh, I mean, don't feel concerned. He's, he's waving a flag. Like he's enjoying it. Uh, there is sunflowers. It's just, it's a, it's a nice, bright, sunny day. The horse yeah. even looks like has kind of a smirk on his face, her face. Happy colors. Yeah. Vibrant colors. It's everybody's happy. So this card, you know, it, it, it's just, it's about positivity. It's about mm-hmm. fun and, and warmth, obviously with the sun, but usually when you get it, it it's, it's about things getting better <laughs> and just having enthusiasm and seeing the brighter side of things. Mm-hmm. Just that and also it's the baby. Energy. And there's a it's baby. The, there's a baby, but also babies are like, okay. Hey. The baby's even wearing a flower crown. Like I just, this isn't <laughs> its best life. Uh, but yeah, so the, the universe wants us to, to shine bright. And yeah. And I appreciate that. Sometimes when I get this card, I'm like, yeah, right. Things are going to get better. And then I was like, well, not with that attitude today, Tracy. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> oh, fine today, Tracy. No, <laughs> I am not going to say that. But I will say today, Amy. <laughs> I, the alliteration, I feel like, is what makes today and tomorrow, Tracy, really just, you know, chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't, I'm not sure how, what I could do with the Amy thing. We'll come All up right, with something. Amy. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll, we'll break up the, the story. Yeah. But so the, um, the, the book that I use the most for interpreting tarot beyond just kind of looking at the cards and, and using intuition is Biddy Tarot. And she had a quote um, in the section about the sun card. And it's really what I hope people kind of take away from this or why even bring up glimmers in the first place. It was also just like, thanks universe more, please. Um, it was a <laughs> glimmer moment for me for sure, but it's by Audrey Lord. And it's once we recognize what it is that we are feeling, once we recognize we can feel deeply, love deeply, can feel joy, then we will demand that all parts of our lives produce that kind of joy. Wow. Kind of wow. like you said before, let's say you want to buy a car and you have the car make, model, color, mm-hmm. year in mind. And one of the things you like about that car is you think it's special, it's unique, you've never seen it before. And as soon as you decide, I'm going to go to that store and I'm going to buy that car, suddenly you see them everywhere. Yeah. I forget the name or the term for, for that experience, but yeah, I hope that happens with glimmers that once you start seeing them intentionally, they just keep raining in. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I feel like that kind of ties into 
the two episodes ago, the creativity where we were talking about the upper limits and that it's okay to have your life be going well. Like you don't have to think about the next bad thing. Um, okay to have your life be going well. Yeah, it is okay. I mean, that that's like not a punch to the gut. It's more just like a firework exploding, but like how people don't say that, right? Like usually when mm-hmm. things are going well, you feel like people are coming to the top of the mountain to push you off, right? Right. But it's okay to have things go well. Mm-hmm. It is. Thank you for that. I love that. Well, you are welcome. What are we going to talk about next week? Oh, so next week, you know, we've been talking about Beltane, you know, this past week and, and just, you know, as people um, become more vaccinated and, you know, hopefully with the warmer weather, things just get safer overall, the world is opening up in new and different ways. And in the past year, the collective has tackled how we handle personal and societal risk, systemic racism, and then just many people trying to do our daily tasks while finding a new normal and wearing many more hats than normal um, and feeling kind of alone throughout it all. Uh, Mm -hmm. So some relationships during that time may have been strengthened. um, Some may have been broken or fractured or some were even forgotten altogether, right? Like who would have thought that spending more time apart uh, friendships would have just fallen, you know, fallen away. Um, And so on the flip side of that, you know, some people have identified gaps in their life where they could use companionship, where maybe they're lonelier than they were able to notice before during the hustle and bustle of life. Right. And so, you know, as we fully step into Beltane and, you know, just a more extroverted time and an open world in general, we're going to talk what it means to be a friend and how to cultivate new relationships that align with their highest good and, and the highest good of all concerned. So a little that, friendship, a little loneliness. Yeah. That's a Im- important show. I'm, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to it, but then in a way I'm like, yeah, that might be a tough show. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> like, I'm glad you're looking forward to it. Cause I'm still, no. it's such a big concept for me, but yeah, friendships are so integral to our lives. And we hear so much about how female presenting and male presenting experience them and use them differently Mm -hmm. um and there's a loneliness divide in general Mm -hmm. and again with most things on the show it's it's about being intentional and I wonder how many people it's really hard to make friends as an adult and even honestly certain areas I hear it more mm -hmm. from people from out of state about how difficult our state Minnesota is to make friends as an adult um, or what do you do if, if your friends in high school and, and earlier weren't really that close of friends? It was more just situational. And then suddenly you're thrown into adulthood without that um, mm-hmm. and what that's like. And so I just think this idea of friendship in general. And, and like I said, I've been pretty lonely this past year. So I've had some, some thoughts mm-hmm. on it. And, and I yeah. have too. Yeah. So I guess not that I'm looking forward to it. But I think it'll be an important topic for yeah. us to dive into. So come yeah. back. That'll be episode 20. So we hope you come for that. It will? Yeah. Can you Oh my it? gosh. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, if you liked episode 19, <laughs> this episode, <laughs> yes, I was off on my episodes. <laughs> Spoke to your soul if it made a little glimmer happen for you. <laughs> um, 
share it with a friend. And if you don't have a friend, (laughs) cultivate some friends and share it with them. Um, No, but give us some love on whatever platform you listen to. Um, It would be great if you could rate and review and subscribe because that really helps us. That's a way to help us when we're hoping we're helping you. (laughs) And then also you can always reach out to us. So you can reach us at Instagram and YouTube under the Brightly podcast or by email at brightlypodcast at gmail.com. I still have to look at the nose for that because I'm like, which one is the, which, <laughs> which one, one is isn't? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> that damn article. <laughs> so with that, again, thank you. And we hope you have a bright and beautiful day. <laughs> Bye everyone.